In the wide, wide world of fintech, there is one niche that often escapes notice, and that's escrow sub-accounting. But today on Bankadelic, we will talk about a big development in that world that is going to make waves in 2021 within financial technology. And to talk to us all about it, we had Nathan Baumeister, the CEO of Z Suite. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. Thanks again for tuning into Bankadelic. And today on the podcast, I'm just really excited to have this guy back. He's not only a pioneer in the fintech space, but is also quite the musician, as I like to think I am. <laughs> anyway, we have Nathan Baumeister. He is the CEO of Z Suite Technologies. That's a fintech company that provides banks with innovative technology that solves real problems for specific verticals. Baumeister uses his more than 14 years experience in the technology industry to provide strategic direction while working to grow Z-Suite's business and product line. Nathan, welcome to Bankadelic. Thanks, Lou. It's exciting to be back and it's always fun to be able to talk to you. Yeah. And let's cut to the chase because this is big. On June 30th, Z-Suite unveiled a brand new technology. Tell us what it is and what it's about. Oh, absolutely. So June 30th, we launched Z Escrow, which is the world's first 100% digital API-based sub-accounting and escrow system that banks can offer as part of their cash management suite for their commercial clients. We're very, very excited about this. We've been working on it for a little bit under a year We've partnered with a bunch of banks to be able to steer the development of this to make sure that we were right on point on what it was that we were building and very excited to be unveiling it to the world. That is fantastic. What is it like when you work on a product like this for more than a year? There has to be a lot of anticipation. And let's not forget that that year involved a little something called COVID-19. <laughs> so really got to be an exciting but challenging time, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think COVID hitting was a good catalyst for a lot of things that companies were doing to explore questions that they otherwise wouldn't have explored to try different business models that they had previously rejected and to pivot. And Z Suite was no different than that. We had been hearing the need out in the marketplace for a while, but we didn't take that opportunity because we were busy with the products that we were currently supporting and building. But when the pandemic hit and we had to really think about, okay, what are we going to do to get through this chapter in our business, especially with the community banks dealing with PPP? And what was it that was going to pull us out on the other side to be a stronger and better company? Really, that was the driver of doing the market research over the summer of last year to really find out, is there a business? Is there a need? Are there other solutions out there? Is there something new that we could contribute to the financial technology ecosystem here? 
And we were excited to find that it was a resounding yes. And so much so that even though a lot of the banks were working on PPP, that several gave us their time because it was such a pain point. And later on actually decided to directly partner with us to be part of our development group with it. It was very, very satisfying for sure. Figuring out a way to construct the thing that meets the pain point not always easy to do. So I really want to extend congratulations to you for doing this. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's interesting as people try to grow businesses, getting so hung up on an idea or their own inspiration that they've had in what the world needs to have, right? It's like, what can I contribute to the world? Oh, I had this great idea. I mean, I don't know how many times people have come up to me and tell me, oh, I have this great idea. And so many of those projects fail because it's not about you. It's not about your idea. It's about who you're trying to serve and how you're going to help them make their life better. It's when you focus on that, that one, running a business, building a business, building software is so much more satisfying, but you also get a much better return. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now maybe comes the fun part or the challenging part is raising awareness because you have delved into such a defined niche that it may take a little while to explain to financial institutions, here's how this plugs in, here's the difference it's going to make. How will you approach that? We're all familiar with the saying, the riches are in the niches. Very few people in the world wake up in the morning thinking about commercial escrow and sub-accounting. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. We were actually talking to a product manager at quite a large financial institution in the U.S., well within the top 100. And this particular individual was telling us that half her job for the first six months that she was part of that financial institution was describing what escrow was when it comes to commercial clients and what sub-account needs existed when it came to commercial clients that had nothing to do with residential mortgages. And she just had to do a lot of education. So imagine that we're trying to do that across the entire U.S. financial system. (laughs) But there are some great leaders out in the marketplace. We've been able to engage quite a bit of them already and drive home why we've built this in the first place through those discussions. So When it comes to evangelizing what a fintech company that focuses on banking technology could do, there's no substitute for one-to-one conversations directly with the people that are solving or trying to solve this issue. So we're doing everything we can just to get the word out there so that we can find those individuals. And we are happy to get that message out. One thing that fascinates me about the story, how did you come upon this as a need that nobody was answering and that nobody was filling in a creative way. Yeah, well, it all went back to high school when I always dreamed to run a software company that built escrow software. (laughs) Hey, that's my dream. You stole my dream there. Well, you know, it was the two of us. It had to be you or me, Lou. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's one of those things I try to explain what I do to my friends and I get the cross-eyed look. I think a lot of us in fintech probably have that particular experience. But I feel like this is even more esoteric than some of the other things. But all it comes down to is the exact same thing that we've been talking about. It's follow the customer's pain. So we actually started as a product innovation group within a community bank in the Boston area called Leader Bank. They're now about $2.2 billion in assets. 
and they wanted to grow their deposit base, but they didn't want to do it the typical way. They looked around and they thought, well, shoot, we have a lot of landlords and property managers that have a bunch of deposits, but they don't necessarily keep with us. So they talked to a couple of them and found a pain point. They had a hard time collecting rent. They were still doing it via checks. This was back in 2015. And they solved that and they had a lot of success. And they said, well, what other problems do you have? As I'm telling the story, think about pulling on the thread, right? You just pull it on the thread and just keep pulling. What other problems do you have? Oh man, in Massachusetts, it's a huge pain to manage tenant security deposit accounts, which is by the way, a type of commercial escrow. So they built a product to be able to help with tenant security deposit accounts. We spun out from the bank, but we kept following that thread. We kept pulling on that thread. Myself and other members of the Z Suite team, we went and started talking to these other banks and we say, hey, we have these two products, you know, helps with rent collection, helps with tenant security deposits. What do you think? They said, yeah, you know what? It's really interesting though, that tenant security deposit product that you have, that only solves a portion of this bigger problem we have when it comes to escrow and subaccounting. And we were like, oh, really? Well, tell us more. What's going on with that? Who else uses it? What are the pain points? Are we the right ones to solve it? What need and pain point exists? And just keep following that formula over and over and over again. If you continue to pull on that thread, you're going to find success. I love the metaphor of pulling on the thread, but maybe you have noticed some other pain points close to where you are that aren't being addressed. What might some of those be? You know, the biggest pain point that I think all of us see bankers, folks at credit unions, and fintechs that are serving these banks and credit unions is really creating more of an open architecture to be able to connect systems and capabilities in the ways that now technology can exist. There continues to be a big threat, but it creates a huge opportunity as SaaS companies are trying to disintermediate banks through their services and how can banks continue to stay relevant when these high technology flyers that are doing amazing things to be able to help businesses run their businesses more efficiently still remain relevant, especially when a lot of those SaaS companies are trying to get directly into banking offerings and banking services. So, you know, from where I sit, I think that's going to be a huge challenge for the industry and one that a lot of people are working to solve, but it's definitely not where it needs to be. And it's going to take a bunch of different companies to do that. And we feel like we're doing our small part in it with this particular corner of the marketplace when it comes to commercial escrow and subaccounting. In your own work, trying to move this ball forward, where do you encounter pain points? Well, there's definitely a lot of pain points. The biggest one, when you're trying to build a company to serve banks and credit unions is how do you get their attention? And after you get their attention, how do you go through their decision-making process as a smaller company? Banks and credit unions are both heavily regulated. There are specific requirements from a due diligence perspective. And oftentimes the things that are required to be able to partner with a bank, a small technology company doesn't have the resources to be able to step up and do everything like what a larger company can do, like a Fiserv or a Jack Henry or Q2 or name any of the large fintech providers to banks and credit unions. That represents a challenge when you're trying to build something new to serve a marketplace, but any one decision to be able to be installed at a particular bank or a credit union can take six months, 12 months, 18 months. That's a lot of cash that's needed to one, manage the sales process, two, 
figure out what you need to be able to provide and have as an infrastructure and due diligence perspective. And then three, to be able to just have the staff to continue to wait it out until they actually make the decision to jump on board. So as a smaller technology company, and we're not alone in this, that's a pain point that you have to work through. And then once you figure all of that out, (laughs) but wait, there's more. You now have to figure out how to take your modern technology architecture and retrofit it into whatever banking infrastructure that client has. Then there is a question of how banks can compete. It seems complicated, and yet there have to be some basic meat and potatoes answers here. You know, it's interesting where we think there's some really great opportunities for financial institutions is that generally speaking, up to this point, banks have really focused on a mass market approach to product development and product introduction. Sometimes it's referred to as gen pop, right? So when I come out with online banking, it's online banking for everybody. I come out for mobile banking, it's mobile banking for everybody. If I come out with bill pay, it's bill pay for everybody. I can continue to go on. They've been some small aspects of segmentation that have been applied kind of on the extremes. We're starting to see banks and credit unions having online banking for retail clients and online banking for commercial clients. You're starting to see some treasury management products and some specialties in regards to that. But most of the thinking is driven by what is something that I could build that any client could use or consumer could use. That works pretty well when you have huge resources And it's not fighting against others to take market share. It's more of a land grab. There's so much market share to be had that everyone can go after it. And that's just not where we are from a banking perspective. Banking products and services have very much been commoditized. And it's very much a, oh, and I have this too type marketplace. And so where I think that banks and credit unions can drive extraordinary returns and profitability is flipping that on its head and saying, you know what, I am not going to be the financial institution for everybody. Rather figure out what niches or verticals you are uniquely positioned to serve. Who are you currently serving? Do you already have without even knowing it? Do you have a vertical focus? You just haven't leaned into it. And what can you do to differentiate yourself with that specific niche or vertical? SaaS companies have been doing this extremely well for quite a while, getting smaller and smaller in the specialization of what they could do. And banks, by and large, haven't really stepped into this as much as they could. Live Oak Bank, you know, they started off where they were just focusing on veterinarians. That was the only thing they did for a while. And they slowly picked off other verticals from a small business perspective and have been very, very successful. But that's where I think there's a big opportunity for banks to really double down on a vertical-based strategy in trying to grow their business in a better way. Because once you have this specialization, you're going to do things differently. First, your people are going to get to know their needs more intimately. So you're going to be able to speak their language better. You're going to be able to differentiate yourself. But then what you're going to find is you're going to find specific product needs that you have to serve those verticals as well. A lot of people are talking about banking as a service. Basically, a SaaS company wants to offer some sort of banking service like a checking account or credit card or loan or something like that. And so the SaaS company gets some sort of bank, embeds it into their SaaS product, but the bank is kind of backstage, right? It's just a thing that's plugged into the SaaS product. 
flipping that around, forget about you as a financial institution plugging into a SaaS company. You should figure out which SaaS company should plug into you so that you remain center stage and you are able to now offer innovative products along with the banking services for these specific verticals. And, you know, we're not the only ones that are talking about this. You know, Nimbus is very much focused on this. Autobooks is very much focused on this. Obviously, Z Suite's very much focused on this as well. But we think it's a really interesting topic to dive deeper into because I think there's a lot of opportunity for growth there. And there's definitely a bunch of people that are working to try and make it better for everybody. Yeah, and you're making it better for everybody. Nathan, congratulations on Z Escrow. And please keep us posted as you continue to pull the thread. I think there's going to be a lot of great stuff ahead for you. Absolutely. Nathan Baumeister is the CEO of Z Suite Technologies based in the Boston area. You can look for Nathan on LinkedIn. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services, which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q U O N. T-I-C-Bank.com. Dude, are you Mr. Garbanzo? That's Carlozo, yes? Can I help you? I have a package here from Great Plains Technologies. Huh. Well, why don't you come on in? You can just put it down over there. Okay, uh, a little heavy, dude wasn't expecting something this big. Do you mind if I open it? <laughs> Go ahead, man. It's your pad. Okay, let's see. Oh, okay, here we go. What the? Oh my God, dude, it's a freaking scarecrow. Yeah, I can see that it's a scarecrow. What? Now, why the hell did they send me a scarecrow? <laughs> oh, man. We see beach bums like this all the time when we're shooting the curl down at Rincon. You're a surfer, dude. What would you know about scarecrows? Oh, my God. Check out the note, dude. Hey, let's see. Dear Mr. Carloki. Good grief. 
We hope you enjoy the Scarecrow as it is our premium technology device for managing your Scarecrow accounts. Sincerely, Great Plains. Wait a minute. I never said to them Scarecrow accounts. I said Escarrow accounts. <laughs> Dude, maybe you should like, uh, you know, like pronunciate a little better when you're uh, putting these. Hey, mind your own business, dude. Whoa, excuse me. What am I supposed to do with this? I don't need a scarecrow. Like, download the app. I can show you how to do it. It's on the smartphone and stuff. Oh man, this looks pretty bodacious. You type in uh, how much money you're making and stuff and then, oh, it says activate scarecrow. No, 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 don't touch that. First of all, it's a scarecrow. I don't see what there is to activate. And second of all, I did not order a scarecrow. I ordered something for my escrow accounts, not scarecrow accounts. No, 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 check it out. Look, I'm gonna hit the button. Whoa, look at that. Scare up some profits. Oh my god. god. Yo, dude, dude, get this thing out of here. Out of here. My god, dude, run away and stuff. Dude, Bankadelic presents three bullseyes. Number one. The biggest pain point that I think all of us see, but it creates a huge opportunity, is really creating more of an open architecture to be able to connect systems and capabilities in the ways that now technology can exist. Number two. That's where I think there's a big opportunity for banks to really double down on a vertical based strategy in trying to grow their business in a better way. Because once you have this specialization, you're gonna do things differently. Number three. I mean, I don't know how many times people have come up to me and tell me, oh, I have this great idea. And so many of those projects fail because it's not about you. It's not about your idea. It's about who you're trying to serve and how you're going to help them make their life better. And now, Lose Clues. On today's podcast, Nathan Baumeister of Z Suite Technologies talked convincingly and compellingly about the idea of pulling the thread. That when you start somewhere and recognize a pain point and address it and continue to address it and dig deeper, you don't know what you're going to uncover. I can't think of a better example of that than in the eyewear industry and a company known as Warby Parker. In 2019, they reported $250 million of revenue. But the original thread and the original pain point came when David Gilboa, the co-founder of Warby Parker, was backpacking in Thailand and lost his glasses. He had no idea he was going to become an eyewear magnate at that point in his life, all he wanted was a new pair of glasses when he got back to the States, only to discover that to replace them would cost $700. When I interviewed him for a story that ran in Reuters, he talked to me about how frustrating it was to find that eyewear everywhere was basically a vertical monopoly controlled by an Italian company called Luxottica. But what about those who don't want to pull the thread that truly feel 
It's okay to be wrapped up in that security blanket of, we've always done things this way, we'll continue to do things this way. Well, that's certainly not the spirit of innovation. Because the one thread we don't want to pull is the thread that belongs wrapped around a stodgy organization that once it unravels reveals, sadly, that the emperor has no clothes. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and at the Civil War reenactment as Abraham Lincoln. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.